welcome in. This is the PFF betting podcast you have been waiting for. Every single week, we got the prop king, George Shahiri, on. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Circa Million contest selections. We're going to be talking about our favorite player props for Sunday afternoon and later slate games. So it's going to be really good. How are you feeling, George, heading into week five of the NFL football season? I am, I am optimistic. I'm optimistic about this week. Um, you know, I was looking at the, the the board on Sunday night with Eric on the forecast, which we do live right after Sunday night football, which is a good thing to check out. And at the end of that, first off, the funniest thing about the podcast with Eric was Eric like didn't sleep the night before and like couldn't keep his eyes open. So there was that. That was engaging. But what was also really interesting is I liked we liked a lot of these games and. I expected some movement on some of them. And by the time the circle lines came out, some of them had actually moved back, one in, in particular that I'll talk about. And so it was very surprising. There was a particular consensus pick that shocked me. I mean, absolutely floored me. And uh, we'll talk about it here in a second. So um, again, for anyone that's new to this podcast, the Circa Million is a one of the, the contests out in Vegas where there's similar to the super contest you pick five games against the spread you can choose any of the games and the weekly slate uh there are prizes for like mini contests within you know if you win the first four weeks the second four weeks so on and so forth um and then there's obviously a top you know x number of teams to uh, get paid at the end and it's a really fun way to um you know to participate in betting or gambling without like doing you know without placing individual bets week by week so that's fun but i think you know one of the coolest parts is the consensus picks are picks from you know people that are really taking this seriously and so you see what those people um you know land on from a consensus perspective and i don't know ben i think it's been like a fun addition to this podcast yeah, definitely. I mean, I enjoy it quite a bit, right? It is, you know, kind of like you mentioned to me off air when we were first kind of discussing the idea. It is so much sharper than looking at some of these cash and ticket percentages, mm-hmm. the reports that you just have yeah. no idea of really where the number is coming from. Sometimes it seems like it's thin air. Um, but I think these have been really accurate. One one thing that I've kind of almost changed my outlook on over time is I used to, and like I would probably be inclined to like fade a really popular pick, but mm-hmm. I do think there is um, an idea of, Everyone kind of entering this is probably sharper than uh, a normal person mm-hmm. who's just going to bet, you know, a few dollars on any NFL game or spread uh, at, on Sunday morning. So I do yeah. think um, maybe not necessarily uh, fading the popular picks, but understanding why they are popular picks yeah. uh, and potentially finding trying to find consensus with it is kind of uh, what I've tried to hone in on at this point. Yeah, time, so that's so that's interesting. Like I am because it's you know if you're listening to this and you're not you know if you're betting say tonight or tomorrow or whatever this Sunday morning, like there's no reason not to bet a popular uh, consensus pick from the Circa Million. If you're in the contest though, you kind of want to, you don't want to have a bunch of consensus picks because then it's going to be hard for you to make up ground. Right. Um, But it it is interesting because you do like, you know, I've mentioned um, the whale capper guys and their podcast and they're in this. And like when I see, you know, when they tell me their picks, I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, and usually we've overlapped, um, two or three picks every single time. And so it's always interesting to see which ones don't. Okay, let's get into it here. So the most popular selection, uh, most popular side of the entire week, Carolina Panthers minus three against the Philadelphia Eagles. This is, 
if I had to have guessed which one was going to be the most popular, this was up there. It was not one of them uh, that I did think would end up being the most popular. But it's so interesting, Ben. This was Ross, uh, the buddy of mine that I do this with. This was one of the picks that we had. We had six. We had to narrow. We had to throw one out. We threw the Panthers out um, in in favor of the Saints that are minus two and a half, mm-hmm. thinking that, look, in a contest like this, the number three is worth a lot. Um, we, we're, you know, we're not in the money yet. So picking up a whole win versus a push matters to us. Um, right. and we went with the, the saints, um, second most popular pick, the San Francisco 49ers plus five and a half. This is interesting because George Kittle went on IR and I wonder what that information would have done to this selection. It's also one of the more, uh, picked games of the entire, uh, right. week, if not the most picked one, the third most popular pick. Uh, were the Tennessee Titans minus four and a half, which is is interesting. They're playing the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Um, Jaguars, I think, the least selected team of this group, uh, which is not surprising. Yeah. Um, third most, uh, sorry, fourth most popular pick. This one's interesting because almost chose the other side of this were the Chargers minus two against the Browns at home. Uh, and then the fifth most popular pick, and this was the one that shocked me to death, Ben. The right. Bills plus two and a half. Right. The yeah, Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are also a fairly popular pick. I believe they are the seventh, eighth. I, yeah, eighth. I eighth or ninth most popular selection um, of this group. And but the Bills being a one of the most popular selections with over a thousand um, choices shocked me because two and a half it had moved out to three and a half at one point then back to two and a half for this contest we took the chiefs um i really liked them at at minus two and a half especially because they've had the bills number bills have faced the easiest schedule in the nfl to this point and mahomes the 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 narrative out there is mahomes is not playing well and i think the narrative is that josh allen is playing well and i want to fade that narrative yeah i mean i love that right i do think that is um, probably my favorite bet is the Chiefs minus two and a half. So I am really, I mean, yeah, and like you kind of said, the, the Bills were the fifth highest team. I do think that Chiefs are eighth, the eighth highest team, basically. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely the most selected game, it looks like. I guess Packers Bengals is pretty uh, well split as yep. well. But the um, popular think, games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really popular game. Really two popular games, which is, is, you know, kind of another interesting idea when you're heading in, kind of which, making your selections. Which of those um, consensus picks? Give me the one that you like the most and the one that you you are least likely to bet yourself. Okay, so I, I absolutely love 49ers five and a half. I do think that was... Um, I, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why uh, this one was so popular. I do think it was probably when people were making their selections. The line was down to four and a half mm-hmm. uh, yep. when the 49ers injury information came out. Uh, Kittle and some other things have moved back to five. Now five and a half again. So that's kind of where I think people were thinking they were probably going to pick up some closing line value on it, uh, and it reversed course. I still really like the 49ers. I think that's been uh, my most bet game so far this yeah. week. Um, again, that was one of our so, picks, by the way. We yeah, have one of your picks, Chiefs yep, and, and Niners. More, yeah. Yes, we need it. We need it bad. So, um, but I think, um, I mean, it's more so, you know, fading the narrative that the Cardinals are uh, number two or number right. three best team in the NFL right now, right? I mean, I think they just got well, people a have them at number one. <laughs> I know. You know, I wasn't going to give them any acknowledgement because it's not something that I'm really looking at. But I do agree with you. It is um, outlandish to kind of put, um, you know. The Cardinals, especially at number one yeah. at this point, it's just 
you know, not what happened. I think the one that surprises me the most as well, and I'm um, not really sure why it's so popular, I guess, but the Panthers minus three, maybe it's the fact that, um, you know, that opened up three and it was like four and a half, moved on to four, three and a half, uh, kind of towards the beginning of this week. Maybe people saw that number and thought, oh, you know, this is like by far the best price that you're going to get the Panthers at. That's why it's so popular. I'm not quite, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't like the Eagles in any way. I do think Panthers are the correct side, but I'm kind of surprised that that is uh, such a popular pick. But we will see. What what ones are you most surprised with, and what ones obviously are yeah. you riding with in the circa millionaire contest? So, so I've, as I mentioned, I have Chiefs and Niners. So that the consensus pick that I like the most, I guess, is the Niners. Um, yeah. yeah, as I said, we're close to taking the Panthers. Um, Titans, in hindsight, you know the Jaguars are absolutely terrible. Um, that game is just such a travesty. So I guess the Chargers surprised me. Um, you know, right. really big win on Monday night for them. And they're playing a Browns team that you're buying at, or you're selling at the bottom of the market right. um, with one of the best offensive coordinators. And you're coming off Baker Mayfield. Now, I get the torn labrum, um, you know, and maybe that's why he played bad and you're not expecting a bounce back. But um, that one was interesting to me. Um, I will round out here the choices that, um, that I made. Uh, faded Ben Roethlisberger last week, fitting him again this week, took the Broncos as a pick. Interestingly, in that game, um, uh, about 150 more people chose the Steelers than the Broncos, which I thought was interesting. Um, we ended up taking uh, the Lions uh, at plus nine and a half against the Vikings. That was one of the least selected, selected. sides um, out there, um, which I don't know if that's good or bad. And then uh, fifth pick, I think I mentioned this one, were the Saints. Minus two and a half in Washington. Washington got lucky to beat the Falcons. The Falcons are terrible. Saints got kind of unlucky to lose in overtime to the Giants. Um, so uh, like the like the idea of taking a much, I think, better team, at least in our power ranking, um, much better in the Saints, not you know having to give three so those are our choices um ben were there any other games that like if you're looking to bet a spread right now or or total or tease or anything like that that you're keen on um i do really i mean and you kind of mentioned you said you know you almost picked them but i do really like the browns plus two i like them in a teaser leg quite a bit as well Mm -hmm. um so i think who would you you tease them with I would tease them probably with the Jets at this point. Now that the mm-hmm. Jets are two and a half, they are three at Circus line, mm-hmm. um, Circus consensus line. But I think um, that game, you know, obviously no Kelvin Ridley, Falcons offense, not quite sure what to expect of them. I do think we're going to see Zach Wilson kind of at least continue to progress a little bit better uh, now that he's got a couple games under his belt. So I think them out to eight and a half, uh, Browns out to eight, eight and a half, depending on the sports book, is probably my favorite uh, tease at this point. I know the other real, you know, probably the only other option really is uh, Bills, which I don't want any part of that side, mm-hmm. and Washington, which, you know, you're on the other side of that. I do think the Saints are definitely the correct side. So I think, you know, we came into this week thinking there were a lot of teaser options, and they kind of gotten uh, yeah. almost ugly at this point, right? I'll give you, you, I'll like give you any- one that I sneakily like, and that is the Patriots down to two okay. in Houston. Yeah. Um, the Texans stink. Uh, the total on this is 39. Okay, you talk about what kind of games do you want to tease. When the total is lower, that means fewer points are going to be scored. The likelihood of a blowout is much lower. So when you, um, you know, like if you're teasing a game, um, now I realize here I'm teasing the the favorite down to two, but like 
the the Texans and Davis Mills, Davis Mills, by the way, a rookie quarterback, one of the worst rookie quarterbacks going against Bill Belichick, that is something that um, I would not mind being a part of. Um, right. I think the, right. the one other option that you mentioned, the, the Jets, obviously, and that's a nice one. I, I think the other option you could potentially look to um, is the uh, is the Dallas Cowboys down to one, although um, I kind of I think if I had to take seven, I would I would take the the Giants there, um, even coming off of uh, off a loss. Now that's going from seven down to one. You prefer to go through seven as opposed to just from seven, so definitely would would lean towards um, Patriots down to two, right? Uh, in right, Houston. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the Patriots now that I, you know, look at it a little bit more. Like you said, low total, exactly kind of the definition for what you want. In one of those teasers for sure. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a Week Five offer every football fan should jump on. New customers can bet just one dollar in any NFL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. The last zero-zero tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbooks isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, that's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Min $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Week 4 is in the books, which means PFF has data and grades for every single player who logged a snap last week. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, PFF's NFL and college football betting dashboards, our grade power projections, cover probabilities, and betting values. 0 to 100 grades of every single player, including the top rookies on every team, player prop tool, which shows plus minus value for every NFL prop, and so much more. Check out the highest graded players from week four and look to find early value on spread picks and player props for week five. Let's uh, let's move into props now. You down? Yes. Let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. I want to talk um, probably my favorite prop. I know uh, Eric kind of took it from me this morning, but Uh-oh. I do really like... Um, and it's a, and it's against your one of your circuit plays. I do think maybe the reason why the Lions aren't so popular uh, now line out to ten. Maybe that might have been a little bit to do with it. I don't know. I'm not quite sure when you have to submit picks if that line had moved at that point or not. I am kind of surprised. They seem to be really popular last week. Maybe people were just a little bit disappointed with the performance didn't mm-hmm. necessarily go through. But I do really like uh, Kirk Cousins to potentially lay lay down a little bit of an efficient performance from you know from Minnesota side. Obviously, he has played well against lines in the past this is not necessarily um their only opportunity but they have a really difficult schedule coming up i do think this is just the type of game where we see kirk cousins um you know look really good and then all the people that want to hop on his bandwagon potentially um are able to do so based on them beating the lions by two touchdowns or something but i do really like even more so than the vikings covering which i don't even really like at this point i do like kirk cousins to throw over 2.5 passing touchdowns i think mainly based on the fact that you know justin jefferson adam thielen have two of the three best matchups mm-hmm. uh, based on our wide receiver cornerback matchup chart i think it's going to be really easy uh for them to kind of get that passing offense moving quickly delvin cook questionable kind of you know tried to try to play last week got a little bit banged up 
basically Alexander Madison came and finished the game. Uh, maybe they, you know, give him a little breather this week. Maybe he tries to play a little bit, is on a limited snap count or something. But I just think this is going to be much more of a Kirk Cousins uh, passing game establishment. Over 2.5 touchdowns, uh, plus 148, plus 150 price. I do think that uh, might be my favorite player prop. Let's hear, let's hear one or two right. that you got here. So I think what first. we should do, I think we should do, you want to do th your favorite three or your favorite five? I think we should alternate back and forth. Okay, let's um, do favorite three. Okay. Give the people what they want, then make sure they're checking out the PFF player props tool. We got yeah, look tons at me being of value generous, coming up here you know? for Sunday. Look right. at me being generous. Um, <laughs> alrighty, uh, my favorite, uh, not necessarily my favorite, I'm not necessarily going to go in order here, but um, I, I really like Dak Prescott over two and a half passing touchdowns. Um, it's plus 150. The New York Giants are a decent football team, um, but the Dallas Cowboys are a very good offense, and I'm not particularly worried about um, about them moving the ball. And the Giants has one of the higher totals of the week. I think it's 52 and a half. Um, and he has been, uh, and I think after this game, will be one of the top um, quarterbacks in the MVP conversation as well. He's just been tremendous um, throughout this season. So Dak, over two and a half passing touchdowns, plus 150. So that's pretty good, right? Bet 100. Yep. And if you win, you get 250 back. Uh, your next one. I'd love that one. I actually wrote that one up early in the week for VEASAN. Make sure you love check it. out that article as well. But yeah, that is a great, great spot. I do think we're going to see Dak Prescott continue to impress from a passing game perspective. One that I like, a little bit under the radar. He is now questionable since I uh, initially bet this one. But Max Williams, under 2.5 receptions, plus 135. Uh, I think things are just going to slow down for him. I do think we're going to probably see a little bit more involvement from Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk, who have kind of been afterthoughts in this Arizona Cardinals offense. Um, I just think um, 2.5 is a lot at plus 135 price. Um, he hasn't, he's he's basically been uh, running a few less routes every single week, kind of the drop-off that we're looking for. If he's not getting a heavy, heavy target share, uh, he's going to really struggle to do this. If he's banged up, uh, potentially is on a limited snap count. Obviously, this is going to be a really difficult one as well. So Max Williams, tight end, Arizona Cardinals, under 2.5 receptions. Let's hear the next one, George. All right. I hate fading this guy. I hate it because I love He's one of my favorite receivers in the entire league. Um, but one of the new features on PFF prop, the PFF props tool is that you can see the player's history uh, against their particular yep. prop. And A.J. Brown... Uh, has gone under his receipt receptions prop every single week this week and it's it's been five and a half every single week it's now four and a half but he would have gone under four and a half every single week as well right they're playing the god-awful jaguars aj brown probably you know coming back from injury he's a tough guy so obviously a chance that he's not 100 percent or that they you know they're up big and they're going to hold he's getting held out as soon as they're up big and feed derrick henry so it's pl a plus price like plus 120 um, under four and a half receptions for my guy, A.J. Brown. And that way, if he goes over, it's not all bad because you love to see A.J. Brown do well. Exactly. I mean, you, you're hedging your emotions at that point. I don't mind that play at all. Obviously, um, I think his number is probably just a little bit inflated with no Julio Jones going to play, mm -hmm. no real offensive weapons outside of Derrick Henry. You know, maybe they think he's going to command a really high target share for the first time this year but i i definitely agree with you i do think that is a positive play it's interesting his receiving yardage prop has moved tremendously toward the over to the point where i think we might show value on the under as well on that that opened up at a really low price so that was kind of um, maybe one of the craziest player prop movements we've seen this week happen based based mainly on the fact that julio jones isn't going to be suiting up but we'll see one that i really like as well 
Chicago Bears running back Damian Williams, under 59.5 rushing yards. Obviously, he's going to be you know, involved with no David Montgomery. I still think that it's going to be a, more of a rotation between him and rookie Khalil, Khalil, Khalil Herbert. Um, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be a little bit more involved I've than what we Herbert actually anticipate. in a lot of leagues, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to maybe be you know, a one- or two-week thing, but I think um, Herbert's going to be maybe establishing himself as the 1A guy. Uh, Damian Williams, obviously, um, on the twilight end of his career, I just don't think he's necessarily going to be as efficient as what this prop number is kind of pricing in. So I'm definitely on board the under 59.5 rushing yards. So those are my three locked-in player prop bets this one. I want to hear your last one. Okay, so my last one is going to be a uh, a little combo platter for everyone out there. Uh, we're going. We're going to quarterback rushing yards. Okay, this is this is where your boy the bread and butter loves to eat. We talked about teams that blitz a lot last week. Pittsburgh Steelers blitz um, a fairly decent amount historically. Now, interestingly, this year they're not blitzing that much, just twenty-two percent of the time. Um, but they've been losing, so I'm wondering if they maybe get themselves back together, start blitzing a little bit more. Teddy Bridgewater over ten and a half uh, rushing yards. Um, against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Um, I like that one. I yep. also, um, uh, who was the next one that I had? Uh, I had it right here and then I completely forgot it. Um, yes, here it is. Joseph Burrow, uh, over six and a half rushing yards against the Green Bay Packers. Um, that's just a really low total for a, a guy right. that is legitimately athletic and the knee should not be. Um, a huge issue anymore. I don't expect that to be a problem. Um, Then a couple that, interestingly, we don't show like a ton of value on them. So Jacoby Brissett, 13 and a half rushing yards. Um, Don't have a lot of value there. However, we like our, our projection is over uh, at 15.7. That's what we're projecting from a rushing yards perspective. The Tampa Bay Bucks blitz at the highest rate in the NFL. So um, I really like Jacoby Brissett over 13 out there, a 10 point dog. So he's gonna be dropping back to pass a ton. Okay, right. He's gonna scamper, and then here's one. This is his first start. It's Trey Lance. It's 40 and a half. That's absurd. I understand it. The Arizona Cardinals blitz at the fifth highest rate in the NFL. Trey Lance is going to be behind in all likelihood in this game. Based if you know if you look at the spread, it's five and a half. And he is an absolutely insane athlete. So I'm right. going. I'm going against. Look, it's his first start. Our model's not quite calibrated on Trey Lance yet. So I'm ignoring that. It's you know it's okay once in a while to go with your heart. That's where my heart is. If you don't want to, if right. you want to bet with me and my heart, that's okay. But I'm going over on Trey Lance. I love it. I love it. I actually tried basically the same thing. I know I don't have the same kind of soft spot in my heart for Justin Fields that you have for Trey Lance. Probably not even close right now. But I did take Justin Fields in his first start uh, over 44.5 rushing yards, and he didn't even come close to it. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen uh, with your bet this weekend. But I got to ask you one more since we're on the topic of quarterback hey, rushing yards. Hold on. I, hold your question for a second. How okay, dare you? How dare you compare <laughs> Matt Nagy to Kyle Shanahan? Right. That I mean, was I, a, that wasn't my intent, right? That was so. a disaster, okay? that Don't you dare. Okay, what's your question? I have one more rushing yards. So I actually have two questions. It's not necessarily a two-parter, but I do have one quarterback rushing yards prop you didn't bring up. I want to know okay. what your thoughts are. We did talk about him earlier. Davis Mills, mm. over 4.5 rushing yards. Is that a spot that you like right now, or how are you feeling about that one? 
I mean, it's four and a half yards. That's right. not a lot. That's like, right? I mean, that's how tall he is, basically. That's right? just the neck forward, for him. Right. <laughs> you just got to extend the neck, and I feel like you've extend got there. Extend it out. <laughs> yeah, you just have to. If he stands at the line of scrimmage and falls forward, he's got four and a half. He's, I, he's done. Here's right? what you'll find. You know, let me give you a blanket statement for me. You want to know how I feel about a quarterback rushing prop? Over. That's how I feel about it. Right. Right. <laughs> that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. So then, my next question is. What is your favorite player prop category to bet if you were choosing Ooh. any one of them? I know you really like the passing touchdowns ones, but is rushing yards your favorite, or do you yeah. have you know a closet one at this point? I, I think it's def- it's got to be quarterback rushing. Rush. Cause there we go. It, every time a quarterback runs, there's so much angst. You're, you're hoping he doesn't get injured. <laughs> They're not the most athletic people on the field in most situations. Right. Um, I think that's my favorite. What about yours? I mean, I think I, I definitely have it too, right? I think... Eric Eager is trying to like turn me on a little bit more to the interception ones just because it's so swingy, but I feel like the variance is just way too high with that one, and I haven't found anything that compares, like you said, to the quarterback rushing yards prop, and it is it is such a sweat because every time you take off, you're mildly excited, mildly nervous as hell because you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out, if it could be his last play or not, so I definitely agree with you on that. I'm, I'm glad we found consensus on our favorite prop category. Yeah, least, that's right? good. So, but that's the good. interception prop, the no interception prop, is definitely Eric's favorite. I right. would recommend everyone go, if you haven't already, get the player props tool on pff.com. And there is a lot of value on on a lot of unders generally, um, but under on interception, especially when you can find a guy that has a real nice plus price, um, usually a solid bet. There's one particular that I like, but I, I'm going to let people go find it. You got to find it. This is the week you go in there, you use the tool yourself, uh, and you find some value because there is just a ton of it. So make sure you enjoy it. There is a lot of, you know, great bets happening in the player props tool if you have a green line nfl and if you're listening to this a little bit later on sunday make sure you listen to the forecast sunday night it's where i basically bet all of my uh you know best bets for the nfl for the upcoming week rams minus one Mm. absolute lock on thursday night i know we're gonna have some more winners coming up here on sunday as well so we will see but i appreciate everybody listening into the pff betting podcast make sure your bets are pure hope you guys run good from ben brown joined by george Chuck Uri, this was the PFF Betting Podcast.